0: For those who are listening and those who weren't able to see it, we just want to reiterate. So they, they Doug ends up tricking Carrie, of course, as he always is tricking her into stuff. He tricks her into going on this trip, and after tricking her uh, to go on this trip because he wants a free TV, uh, which he never told her about, uh, she ends up going. And you know, they recognize and they noted that the people who were there. Uh, that were the salespeople were wearing red vests come on somebody everybody say red vest, because they were trying to sell them into a timeshare however what they were not prepared for was the undercover red vests in fact i think that's a good title for this message right here and so they thought that they were equipped to be able to get in do what was mandatory and get out without having to spend a buck but there was an undercover enemy that was there and that was prepared to take them the first chance that they got who's with me on this morning so i want to jump into this message uh, we're going to call it red vest undercover and so if you will if you turn with me to first peter chapter 5 verse 8 through 11 uh, because the bible this reminds me of scripture because there's a scripture that talks about how we can be prepared for the enemy and some things that we need to know in regards to the enemy that we face many of you uh, you may be new to Christianity, and so your worldview doesn 't even include an enemy uh, doesn 't include a spiritual force aka Satan. however, the Bible is clear and lets us know that we 're not just in this life it 's not just good and evil it 's not just these broad uh, these broad categories however, the only force that is good the only being that is good ultimately that is pure good is God, somebody say God. God, and the source of evil and wickedness that exists in our world today is as a result of a fallen angel by the name who was named Lucifer prior to his falling, but now he is called Satan. Everybody say Satan, who is the opponent, and not only is he trying to get you into some timeshares that you can't afford, but he's trying to sell you to do bait and switch in many cases to try to get you and I to make decisions that will affect us not just now but will have eternal consequences. And so, you know, thinking about this as we as we as we move on, the Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8 declares, "Be sober-minded. Be watchful. For your adversary the devil prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour." And then I love verse 9 says, resist him firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, my God, somebody shout grace, the God of all grace who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ will himself restore, confirm strengthen and establish you to him be the dominion forever and ever amen and so you know jumping into this i love the scripture because uh, this scripture makes it clear you know there were the the first threats to their peace in the show that we watched that episode of king of queens there were the red vests and that the, they, they don't even care that you recognize and know who they are They are, uh, they are unapologetically wearing these red vests. Come on, somebody. Because they're making it clear that they are there to sell you a timeshare. And so the first thing I want to indicate uh, here that we read in the passage notice it says in verse 8 it says to be sober minded and watchful because your adversary or satan aka the devil prowls around like a roaring lion and i think that that's really interesting because lions when you think about how they hunt they do not roar when it is that they're hunting the roaring however when they roar i would try to roar but you all will laugh at me the roar that they put forth is usually, watch this, to stake their claim. To say that where they are is theirs. Come on, somebody. And so it's more of a declarative or a declaration of ownership as it pertains to what it is that they're getting ready to do or based upon their pride or who they are or, or their family that's around them. So they roar unapologetically to say that this thing is mine so it is i don't find it strange that peter would compare satan to a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour in other words he's arrogant about his attack come on can i set this up this morning can we just paint the picture he's arrogant about it here's point number one it will be up on the screen for you it says satan is demonstratively desirous of your destruction pick it pick it satan is demonstratively desirous of your destruction in other words he is overt about it he is open about it he's he is not hiding about the fact that john 10 10 says that he wants to do nothing but to steal kill and destroy your life And for somebody who's never heard this concept or has been living under a different worldview, I want to submit this to you as something that you need to understand because many of you have been wondering, why is it? that all my life there has this been this attack on my back and i know that there's good and there's evil but i've never been able to put my finger on what it is and this is because satan has a desire and he is overt he is open he is demonstrative about it he wants to get you to sell yourself short by walking after him who am i talking to on this morning and so point number one is he's demonstratively desirous of this. They are lions roar as a protective mechanism. You know, the fact of the matter is the devil's not always sliding in the DMs. Come on, somebody. Some of us, we only think about him in a secretive manner. He's not always doing this. He is often out there. He is He is clear. He's. He's sometimes out there in a red vest. I remember, man, a couple things have happened to me, especially as it is just I've had some crazy things take place. I remember two things that stick out to me talking about how he's often in this way. I remember this dude was checking me one time. I want Yup, I said it right. This guy was checking me. He was attracted to me. And I was in the grocery store with my wife and with my kids. And I'm walking in the grocery store. I seen this guy was with some other guys. I'm not going to act how they were acting. And he was looking at me and looking at me. And I ended up going near him. And this guy reaches out, takes off my glasses. Some of y'all were just you just flinched like, oh, like you were about to fight. He takes off my glasses and puts them on and says, oh, these are nice. Come on, somebody. And I'm thinking to myself, like, you see, the, the, the hood mechanism was rising up, right? But then Jesus was like, I was like, Jesus, be a chill pill right now. Because he took off my glasses and I nicely just took them back from him. I said, thank you. And we just kept on walking. Another time I was walking with my, I was walking with my fiance. I'll never forget. I was walking. We were in, we were in this program. And, uh, you know, and I'm not going to tell you the face that my wife made. I'm not even going to tell you what happened in that moment with my wife, but I was there and we're there and we were in a movie theater and a young lady walks up to me and grabs my, starts holding my hand can i talk about you see y'all are saying weird but that might not have been your situation it might not have been somebody walking up to you and putting on the glasses come on somebody it might not have been somebody coming up to you and holding your hand out of the blue i don't know what it is but i wonder if there's someone in here that understands that sometimes satan is demonstrative and out there he's not hiding about his desire to try and wreck your life can i keep it real this morning people are demonstrative they're out there and the enemy often puts you in these sorts of positions and you know i want to i love this because we go on in the episode and we note the fact that uh that 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 doug and carrie they're approached by these two individuals and notice how they came to them they came on a sneak flex fab they showed up and they're on some they're on some yeah you know i'm trying to get my husband to not buy anything either you know and they're identifying with them come on somebody making it seem like they're against the red vest too can i help you to understand that the devil and here it is here it is can i just tell you this is point number two it'll also be up on the screen for you satan's attacks are not confined to our perspective of him some of you you grew up and your perspective of satan is a guy in a red suit with two horns and a pitchfork and some sort of a lizard's tail and this is the mystical mythical, mythological creature that uh that artists have created to paint this picture of the enemy and so many of us because we're looking for satan in a certain perspective he often is whooping our tails and we don't recognize him because we think that he's confined to our perspective of him but he's not confined to your perspective baby he often will come in you know this is why jesus was tempted in matthew chapter 4 and in luke chapter 4 we find that satan came and he tempted jesus and he tempted jesus using the word you would expect that satan would have showed up and been like hey sleep with this person or hey you need to go ahead and do this or go and, and lie and cheat or something of this nature but he comes to him with the word the reason why sin is in the world right now is because satan came to our first parents adam and eve did he show up to them in a red suit with a pitchfork and two horns he came in the form of a snake and he in this position he deceives them and because of the form that he comes in they're not ready eve wasn't, he wasn't ready she wasn't ready and as a result she gets duped and now sin has passed on to all of mankind who's with me this morning he's not confined you know i remember and i, I just keep it real you know you guys some of you guys are like man that pastor is too honest well if I, I want you to be honest and if i want you to be honest i gotta be honest i've i've grown i was raised and i i grew up in a scenario where i used to be really bound by pornography can i keep it real it was really, really bad to the place where, you know, I would, all, I mean, my parents one time, they got me, man. I came home and I looked, I went my, by my bedroom door and I didn't know anything about history back in the day. Because my mom went and checked the history. Come on, somebody. And my mom printed off all the stuff that I was looking at. And I came home and found a stack. You know those old school printers that all the papers are joined together? And so it was like one of those little slinkies. And the, the, the stack, she's like, boy, what type of stupidness you in here looking at? And you see, some of y'all don't know about that Beijing. And she checked me like, and so I found that stack there because the fact of the matter is I was born, I was bound by pornography. And so I thank God because he delivered me after I came and I gave his, after I gave my life to him. However, you know, I set up mechanisms and I said, these are things that I'm going to do so that I won't get caught or tempted by pornography. Are you still with me? I end up going. I'm like, it was the middle of the night. It was like two o'clock. And I'm thinking, I know, you know, every now and again, like there's, you know, you will be watching shows on regular TV, and soft porn stuff will come on, and you know, and what I mean by that is, you know, it's not like full pornography, you know. You'll just look, there's stuff in shows all the time, you know, and y'all don't act like you don't see it, you know, in all of these shows, half naked people and all sorts of stuff and acts that are taking place. But there's never, I've never seen full pornography on TV. And I sit down, and I get my food, and I'm getting ready to just watch a show two o'clock in the morning. I turn on. The tv on regular tv full-blown hardcore pornography playing just on the tv and i'm sitting there and i'm like oh my god i'm like lord I'm, I'm trying to look away y'all ever been there when you're in a situation you're trying you're trying you're trying and that thing is just pulling you and you're just like and i you know and i was in that situation and it was pulling it was it was pulling it was drawing in the middle of the night i didn't think that that could have happened on the regular tv but satan is not confined to your perspective of him come on somebody he is so desirous of your destruction that he will send anyone and use any medium come on somebody to try like a roaring lion prideful and arrogant about it saying i got you he's roaring before he even tempts you because he's saying i got you before i even strike a blow who's with me this morning he's not confined to it and many of you you've been getting whooped because of your perspective of the enemy in fact write this down and check it out second corinthians chapter 11 verses 13 and fourteen. 14 second corinthians 11 verses 13 and 14 paul in his in his disclosure or his discourse rather about false apostles or false leaders who were individuals who were establishing the church of christ he declares and he says in regards to satan in verse 13 and 14 he talks about and says how satan himself will disguise himself as an angel of light So, this is why there are many mediums that we consider as sanctified and holy, and we put in a position where we would never expect. And that's why oftentimes you'll hear that come out of your mouth I never would have expected. Well, you should expect. Come on, somebody. And this is why the Bible declares that we ought to be watchful. Everybody say, watchful. Watchful. And sober minded. In other words, you've got to be thinking with clarity. You've got to have your eyes open. Come on, somebody. Defeating the enemy is not about speed. It's about wisdom. Some of you think, oh, man, if I can outrun him, if I can just go faster, if I can just move faster, if I can just. It's not about speed. Satan is not looking at how fast you can go. Come on, somebody. He's not looking at outrunning you. He's looking at outstrategizing you just talked to somebody today the bible actually declares because somebody's saying how can i get wisdom this is why james chapter 1 verse 5 lets us know that if anyone lacks wisdom let him ask god who gives it to us liberally and doesn't take it back he's going to give it to you it's not about speed it's not about how fast that you can log out it's not how fast you can delete that it's not it's not about can i just keep it real it's not about speed it's about strategy it's about instead of going that direction that you know that that thing is going to be there and then trying to get away from it it's making yourself a new route and going in a completely different direction man i feel somebody's gonna get some breakthrough today because you've been trying to outrun the devil instead of out strategizing him lions are stalkers they stalk from cover to cover they usually will go watch this lions will go to a place of sustenance and wait for you there they're not trying to beat you they're not trying to outrun you they'll just go and wait by the water because they know that at some point you're going to have to show up come on somebody and get something to drink who am i talking to on this morning because you've been looking in all you think the devil's going to just be in the club you think the devil was just going to be in the strip club come on somebody i had to just make it plain you thought the devil was in the lcbo but i wonder if it's somebody that knows that he'll find some cousins he will find some aunties in them can i even talk about your mama and your papa because some of you guys have been counting people out and i'm not talking and telling you to go out and be always looking over your shoulder and doubting folk but i'm saying you've got to be watchful because oftentimes the enemy is going to attack you right in your area of sustenance come on he they go from cover to cover yes it's so good you know i love i found this out this is crazy a lion will not attack you unless it's within 30 meters of you so it's not like y'all it's not like you're gonna be a few miles away and then you then you just run you know the lion sees you and then he goes for, no because he know, he strategizes he wants to be within this is why judas was within the 12 <laughs> Judas was up close when he did what he did can I break it down for somebody he wasn't down the street he wasn't in the 70 come on because Jesus had the three he had the 12 he and then he had the 70 and then there were the multitudes Judas was in the twelve we're sitting and breaking bread with Jesus and many of you you don't even realize you've been uh, you've been misassigning and misappropriating the blame on people when in fact you don't understand or the wrong people when you don't recognize that oftentimes satan will use the people right in your circle in your fave five those people man think about it look how close they they, they were trying to stay away from the red vest but but those two friends they came man they were on some bati and bench flex they were like yo they were they were up all up on the ski joint with them they're having dinner just telling and then it was it wasn't until carrie realized the lies when she goes hold up a minute your stories don't even match up there's something i mean y'all you just you sounding right i mean it sounds you you're you're looking the part but but what's coming out of your mouth out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks And some of you guys, come on, there's been people in your life and they've been speaking, they've been talking sweet cream, but they've been also on the other side talking skim milk. Come on, somebody. And you've been just letting it slide. Oh, you know, it's okay. You know, we just and you and the devil's been God rather has been trying to give you signs. And you've been ignoring it. And somebody, you might not be in that situation right now, but I want just put it in the bank. You'll have to make a withdrawal at some point and so this is why we need to understand this that they would only with he would only be attacking within this thing so so point number two that's where we're at satan's attacks are not confined to our perspective of him i got a few more minutes can i give you point number three and so this is what we need to understand and this is what we need to do look at what the text says in verse nine uh well actually you know what let's start from verse eight he says be sober minded and watchful everybody say "Sober sober minded and watchful and then watch this now. Look at verse 9. It says, resist him. Firm in your faith. Knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. But I want to focus on resist him. Everybody say resist. Firm in your faith. Here's point number three. Resistance and remembrance... Are Satan repellents. Resistance and remembrance. Are Satan repellents. He says resist him. In other words, there are many of us when we are faced with things that the enemy may bring up to against us. When you get that pop up on your computer. Come on. When that thought comes into your mind. When that friend hits you up in the DM and says, let's go and let's chill. And you, let's do Netflix and chill. Come on, somebody. Uh, when you, when you get those messages, when you see those things happening, when those things pop in your mind, when you drive by and the, and you get some things that are suggested to you. Oftentimes we think game over. I just gotta do it anybody ever been there or it's just me you feel like oh it's over you know i'm just smitten you know he just they just have me around their finger come on somebody and you feel like you just have to do it but the bible offers another suggestion in the sixth verse of first peter chapter five he says we're to humble ourselves under the mighty hand of god how about this and then he goes on and he says that we are to resist the devil i love how james chapter 4 verse 7 says it says submit yourself therefore unto god there's that piece again humble yourself like first peter chapter 5 6 said but then he says in james 4 7 he says submit yourself therefore unto god then resist the devil and he will flee from you doug he's on that ski lift and when he gets that phone call that the are on a shady thing he jumps off and he chucks deuces he's like bun all of you fam he thieves a man's what is that thing snowmobile talking about he's about to gas it up you know you're not gassing nothing fam and he's like I'm gonna do everything that I possibly can do to resist this thing come on somebody doug ends up crashing into the 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 building that was there i wasn't able to show all of that because he's willing to do anything he can he's slipping he's breaking his tail he's doing whatever he can to get away because he knows come on somebody that if he gives in he's ultimately going to end up with a bill that he's more than likely in a position that he cannot afford and there are many of you that when the enemy comes in like a flood i feel this thing man when he shows up and you feel like you have to give in you feel feel like you have to go to the house you have you feel like you gotta go and put gas in you the car is on e and you know you gotta stop and put gas in the car come on and you still are gonna go and waste money and spend money to go over by that person's house and do what you know you're not supposed to be doing with them can i talk to somebody today and the fact of the matter is that we often do this because we feel like we have to but he says to resist and I love what he goes on and said because it knows the point was resist and resistance and remembrance are Satan repellents. We'll back him off. Watch this. Look, because he says, resist him firm in your faith. Everybody say my faith. My faith. I love that. That's so dope to me because, see, there's the faith. Everybody say the faith the faith it usually represents uh the 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 canon of christian beliefs of those beliefs that are fundamental to christianity you know these are things that we would we would hold to and say based upon scripture that this is the faith but i love how he puts it he says in your faith in other words my faith is not just what he did for somebody else but he says resist him firm in your faith In other words it's based upon all he's done for you in the past come on somebody and i wonder if it's about three or four or five of y'all as i get ready to bring this plane down for a landing that showed up today and make it clear and can declare that god has been way too good for me and too good to me for me to give in come on somebody to the attacks of the enemy there's nothing that satan brings up before me that's greater than all the goodness that god has stacked up and come on somebody in this place. god has been way too good to me he's been way he's opened way too many doors too many times when my life should have been over too many times when i should have called it quits i wonder if it's three people that would declare and give god praise because he's been way better to me than the enemy ever could be my faith the enemy might show up and say that you need to go and fill this hole come on somebody you need to go and fill yourself with things that are ungodly but then your faith speaks up and your faith says you know what i'm already full and fulfilled in christ come on the enemy might look at you and say you need to go and do this and you need to walk in depression because of what you were facing and what happened to you in the past but your faith shows up and says no a devil i'm walking in peace because second corinthians 5 17 says if any man be in christ he is a new creature all things are passed away and all things become new there's nothing that satan brings up against us that is greater than that which god has done for us who's with me on this morning And you know the fact of the matter is, so this is why I talk about resistance and remembrance. Remember all that God has done for you. This is why we see throughout scripture, the Bible is always talking about remember, remember, remember. Jesus says, God is always telling his people, remember, remember what has happened. Remember what has has been done for you. Can I tell you about one of the biggest reasons why why animals get murked by lions? Watch this. It's because, watch this. Because many of them, their memory is short. So what will happen is, look, they'll be parring with the mandem by the waterhole. And as they're hanging out by the waterhole, the lion will come and yam off two of his friends. I'm sorry, I'm just in Scarborough mode today, fam. I don't know what's happening. I'm struggling. Just allow me, allow me, allow me still. Just here, here, here. So... <laughs> and so after he gets his his boys right his the thing will happen is they'll scatter and they'll run but then they'll come back to the same place because they forgot about what happened to their friends and there are many of us the reason why we're getting yammed and we're getting murked off in our life is because we've forgotten what happened and i wonder if there's anybody in this place that realized i don't even need to go through it come on somebody i just need to look at the scars of other people and if i would just remember come on somebody that would oftentimes hit you know one of the biggest tricks of the devil is to make us think that there's a different outcome for us than what happened to somebody else And so we'd be in that situation where we're like, you know what? I know they got caught. Y'all don't want to be. They were just dumb. No, well, you're dumber for seeing what happened to them. And you still show up in the same water hole. And when you. Can I just keep it real? forgetfulness is often one of the biggest thing that positions us to get to get in these positions with the enemy and get it, uh, destroyed by the enemy but this is why we have to remember we have to remember that you know and i'll, and I'll actually just say this i have a friend a, a new friend that i met a couple weeks ago uh, and his name is will he's a pastor uh maybe he'll listen to this i don't know uh, but will is an incredible dude will is he's i think he's actually like six five you know, um, he's a tall dude. He's like six five. He is he is a huge dude and he's a pastor. And the whole time he talks to you, he's talking and he is he is like he is he means business when he's talking. And so this is what happened. So he was in he and his wife, his newlywed wife. They were overseas someplace on their honeymoon. And I don't know if you if you've ever been on a cruise and then they dock. And then what happens when they dock, you go off and you're there and you just walk around and there's the peddlers and the people that will show up and they're like, I give you two things for $5, you know, and they just, y'all don't know about those people. And they're going to, they're going to be upping you in your face and they are going to, they're going to be pressuring. They're not saying, do you want it? They're telling you, you want this and you're going to buy it. And so Will's wife, she's, she's significantly smaller than he is. And, you know, and so he was off doing something. I don't know what he said he was doing, but he was telling me this story. He's like, one of these people came up to my wife and, you know, and he was, she was, the, the person was pressuring her. Person's pressuring her and he's telling her she needs to this and da 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 and she needs to give him this and this is what's going to happen. And he starts becoming demonstrative and he starts becoming loud and pressuring and blah, 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 blah. blah. And Will says he saw from a distance. And he shows up, and he, jump, he goes, he jumps in front of the man. And he, the guy was talking, and he said he, he's 6'5", and the dude is some little dude. And he just looks down, and he just, starts, he just starts yelling at the guy. I'm not sure. The guy may have peed his pants. I'm not sure. Not 100% sure. But he may, he, the guy was loud. Come on. But he decided, because I am in a position where what I have is greater, I'm going to yell louder than what it is that he's saying and i'm gonna overpower his pressure come on somebody and that guy ran away and he went away because what will had was greater i hear first john 4 4 said greater is he that is in me come on somebody than he that is in the world and many of us you've been getting you've been there's been there's been the devil the devil has a, a strong napoleon complex where he shows up and he tries to present himself. No, it didn't say he is a roaring lion. It says that he acts like a roaring lion. And he presents himself as if he's bigger than he is. And oftentimes he dupes us as Christians because we don't know who's on the inside of us and i'm here to tell you today when he tells us about resisting come on somebody that you and i need to get to the place where when the devil shows up in your face when he gets loud and he tries to pressure you when he tries to pressure you that you need to get louder y'all are y'all are awfully quiet you need to get louder come on somebody louder than the depression louder than the defeat come on louder than the things that are up against you because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world Somebody give God a shout of praise. And so, can I give you point number four? And we're ending here. Consider these things, but especially remember this. Because you think that your resistance is going to lead to a place where you're to your loss or just to your loss. But I'm here to tell you here's number four on the screen for you there is divine compensation for resisting satanic oppression in fact that's good enough to preach to your neighbor tell him, neighbor yes, oh neighbor yes, there, is there is divine compensation for resisting satanic oppression Look at what the Bible says. It says here in the text, resist him firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood and I love this throughout the world. You're not in it by yourself. And after you have suffered a little while. Bible says, and this is, you know, if you don't go through what you go through and it kills you, if you go through it and you're still alive, look at what it says. He says you suffered a little while the god of all grace who has called you to his eternal glory in christ will himself restore somebody say restore shout these out after me confirm strengthen and establish you to him be the dominion forever and ever come on somebody to him be the dominion and the glory forever (laughs) does it matter what you're facing and you may think that it's the end and you may feel like it's over and i'm here to tell you i showed up to malvern to declare to about seven of you to let you know that no matter what you're facing it's not meant to destroy you if you are still alive after you've suffered a little while you may have to resist for a while you may have to be in that position where you are resisting but i'm here to tell you that beyond your resistance is strength beyond your resistance is establishment come on somebody god desires to establish you to put you in a position that you will not break easily after you face what you face he's not looking for you to be a flash in the pan this is why james says in james chapter 1 verse 2 and 3 says count it all joy when you enter into trials of various kinds for the trial of your faith works patience or long suffering or perseverance that's what happens when your faith is trialed it's tried and then he says let patience have or it's work in you you may be perfect or complete or mature established wanting nothing in other words god's desire through the things that you're facing is to bring you to a place of divine compensation where there is remuneration for you standing against the attack of the enemy god has something greater for you on the other side of the test don't be weary in well-doing For you will reap, Bible says in Galatians chapter 6, if you do not faint. I'm going to end with this. I remember, I remember when I was, I was in a position where I was faced with the hardest decision of my life. You know, I was a part of an organization as a youngin. I was a, I was a young pastor. And, you know, I was in my, I started pastoring when I was 20 years old. And I was faced with a dilemma where they were challenging me because I came to the place where I realized that what I was teaching and what the organization believed was aside and opposing God's word. And there wasn't just secondary, non-essential issues, but they were major things that were causing people to live in judgment and condemnation and in a place of bondage. And I could not be there any longer. And they put me in a position where they said, you're either going to shut up and be quiet like the others who have come to these realizations this is what my leader told me or you're going to leave and at that moment my fiance, who's now my wife she was she says she's not marrying me if i made the decision to leave her job was attached to the organization I was going to lose my church that I had built from the ground up within this organization because I had to make, because of, if I made the decision to stand for what I knew was right and I at that moment when faced with the temptation to, to keep paying my bills or to stand for what I knew to be truth, I couldn't see beyond where i was at i couldn't see beyond my 20s i couldn't i couldn't see that there was anything beyond that but there was something inside me that just said resist there's more and i made the decision and 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 i made the decision to leave and and when i made that decision i lost my church just like i thought initially i lost my fiance because her job was connected to it so i lost my 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 employment and all of this my whole family because of that at that time we 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 broke communication for years after that until my children were born years later all because my entire life was connected to that organization well you know i got the girl and so beyond it not only did jesus bring it to the place where my wife got delivered herself and we ended up getting married but now the ministry and the things that i've been able to experience and even standing here in front of you i never would have been in this place even to be able to help others get out of bondage from that same organization if i had not been able to resist the temptation to stay in comfort And so I don't know who I'm talking to this morning. I don't know what you're up against or what you're facing. But I'm here to tell you, no matter what lies it is, the enemy is trying to tell you to keep you where you are. There is nothing that he has for you that God cannot supersede or blow your mind with.